Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, you know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Episode 160 here with Gabby Barrett. <laughs> right before we went on, you can ask the question and go ahead. I said, what is the purpose of having headphones if you just, in, in talking into a mic, if you take off your headphones, you could hear the same thing. True. Now you hear that. I get it. There's music. There'll also be music that's <laughs> accompanying our conversation. Okay. Sound effects. Yeah. For, Got it. For example, if I were to play I Hope, uh-huh. you, if you didn't have headphones on, you wouldn't hear it. But because you have- Oh, okay. See? Got it. They're useful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't want to mess your hair up? Yeah, it's going to flatten the top of my hair, but it's okay. Well, it's really rainy, too. Is that a thing for you? <laughs> yes, of course. I You should have seen me running to get in here. And what, my house? Yes. This, this is the first time you've been here, huh? Mm-hmm. So we met on American Idol. Yes. They brought me into uh, do the top 24, to mention the top 24, and they brought me back again later on when it was you, Caleb, and Maddie yeah. at the end. So you made it to the top top three of last season. You made it to the final show. Yes, which, I did. Yeah, congratulations on that. Thank you. But I guess we had spent a little time together because I was doing a show in Pittsburgh, a stand-up show, mm-hmm. and you and your family came to the show. And this is while Idol was still going, and I really couldn't even say you were there Yeah. because it was still secret. And they wouldn't even let you get up and sing because we were going to do a song. Remember that? I know. I was so bummed about that too. But yeah, I didn't come to that show and you put on a great show hey, thanks. um pretty funny guy <laughs> but uh, <laughs> is that what is that how you laugh when i tell a joke yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm so curious about what happens and i want to guess work backward right like yeah. today for example mm-hmm. um today what did you do in town today today i went to i had phone call meetings and i had um a record label meeting okay without saying the name of the record label yes you went to a record label and did what um, I sang some songs for You did? Them. Yes, I did. So describe what that's like because here you are, you're a new artist. Mm-hmm. Are, do you live here yet? No. Are you moving here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's not a bad thing that I don't live here because if I fly down here for two weeks but then fly back to living somewhere for free, um, I'll take that <laughs> as of right now. If you don't live here, you'll never make it here. You don't think? To start, no. If you make it big, you can move mm-hmm. out. You can go. Justin Moore does it. Mm-hmm. 
He lives in Arkansas, but he was here. Yeah. Zach Brown is probably the biggest example. Mm-hmm. But again, he's Zach Brown. So not that you're not Gabby Barrett, but you're just Gabby Barrett right now. My advice to you, I'm still mm-hmm. mentoring you. You ready? ready? Yeah. I know you're 18, mm-hmm. but you got to move here. You have to, because you have to be with everybody all the time. You have to be writing all the time. Like every day, every night, you have to be writing. But you, how do you pay your bills in your house? Exactly. You go and you work at Tootsie's, you wait tables. There's, it, there's no shame. You can't have shame anymore. It's how bad do you want it? Because if you're not here, there are going to be so many opportunities pass you by. Someone's going to go, we need someone tomorrow night. And you're going to be in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and I'll fly down that night. Not, it, I'm yes, telling Bobby, you. nope, that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you, I've already done it before. You haven't done it. I have. I've, took, I've taken many red eyes down here before. Well, red eye, not the same. I'm just telling you, it's not going to work okay. until you come down here and, and work. All right. And then it's going to take a while. It's going to okay. take a couple years. Okay. Do you believe that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I'm trying to get in the door. Early as early as I can, but Cause yeah, because you're, you're good. There's no doubt about it. It's it's crazy to come to a place like Nashville where everybody's so good. Mm-hmm. It and, is a lot of talent, and and you need to be around them all the time because they'll make you better and you'll make them better. Yeah, and you'll write songs all the time, and you'll have. Let's t- uh, like you ever been to camp, like church camp or regular camp or summer camp. I don't know what people go to. You ever been to anything like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know how you go in with your little group and those are like the people and you're like, oh, that's my class and all my mama folks. Right. Or like high school even. Did you graduate high school? Yeah, okay. I went to high school. Like everybody you went to high school with when you graduate, like that's your class. You mm-hmm. make those in Nashville. And then as everybody rises, they kind of pull each other up or they, right. you know, they help. Anyway, my point is you have to move here. We'll see. Okay. We'll, we'll see. see. Are you, we'll make it in the plans. Are, are they telling you you have to move here? Um, I actually talked to Luke Bryan about it, and he said, he's the one who actually said to me, he said, if you're coming down every two weeks and then going back for two weeks, he was like, you're doing all right. And so that's what I listened to. Mm, don't listen to Luke. Luke makes $60 million a year. He's completely out of reality. <laughs> okay. Luke moved here. Okay, he had to, Luke had to move here to make it. Yeah. So anyway, I, I don't want to harp on that. I actually have quite general questions okay. about what happened today. So tell me about today. You go, and uh, you, you're, they say, hey, come play. Is, there, is something like your leather rubbing? What's that noise? Leather squeaking. It might, it's squeaking against the cord, I okay. think, of the headphones <laughs> that make the noises. So you go and you, you go to a, a record label room. Who's in that room? Um, it's me, my manager, and three other people. That's it? Yes. And they say what to you? Or, I'm sorry, and my guitar player. Okay. And they say what? Do what? Um, we just started talking about what's been going on after Idol um, and before Idol, and um we played some of the songs that I have, some of the songs I have in preparation to release, um, as well as I hope. And then I did some songs live so they could hear what I sound like live. And how many songs do you play them? How many songs did I do? Mm-hmm. Three. And is it awkward when there are only three people watching and they're like judging everything that you're doing or are you kind of just getting your own space? It's definitely a challenge for sure because it's like when you have three people, I felt like I was back on the executive rounds on American Idol whenever the producers were in the room yeah. and you know, there was only 10 people cause it's all eyes are on you and it's more concentrated, it's a smaller group than a big crowd. It's easier to do that. So it is, but, um, I think it went well. So were you watching their faces as you were playing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to see if they liked the song or not. And what were they giving you? They liked it. Yeah. They liked it. Yeah. It's like, it's a little bit of like everything, so they were liking it. At least I hope so. <laughs> and what do they say when you leave the room? Is it, hey, that was great, like generic, generic, and then they go and tell you really later how they feel, or, or did they give you any sort of direction? Normally you can tell, because um, I have met with a few record labels before, and normally you can tell if they 
are like feeling it or not. Um, and their reaction seemed pretty genuine. He was like, like basically, I'm I'm really thinking about being on board here. Oh yeah. So, so. what do you have to do next? Um, I just told them I would continue to send them songs and content and stuff. And if they need anything from me, that I'll send it. And then you went from over there to over here? Yes. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool day. You get to go play in front of big record people. It's a good day. So tell me about, let's go back to Idol. Let's kind of rewind a bit. Okay. So you auditioned where? What city? I auditioned in Nashville, Tennessee. You right did? here. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you fly down here to do it? Um, because when the producers had contacted me to audition for the show, they said you could choose from three places, and I was like, yeah, Nashville is definitely the place. How do they find you to tell you to do the show? Um, they have producers that reach out, uh, or look on the internet for, through YouTube and through hashtags on Instagram and things like that, and I would always put hashtag American Idol and stuff, and they reached out from seeing videos on the internet. And the first time a producer reaches out, are you going, come on, you messing with me? Almost, yeah. Because, well, when you get an email, like, a producer wants to Skype with you, you're like, is this spam <laughs> or is it real? So, like, you you don't want to, like, set yourself up so you're like, okay, this is real, whatever. And then when you see them come up on the thing and they're like, okay, we'll call you back, you're like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, it's real. So, it was really cool. So, what does the producer say to you when you get on Skype? They're like, I'm Gabby, hi, I'm producer. I think they're like, say your name and your age. And then, what are you going to sing for us? And you tell them what you're going to sing. You sing, and then they're you like... You sing on Skype. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did have to sing on Skype. And he was like, what are you doing these days? Um, and I was like, yes! Because I, I had a feeling he was going to say... If he said that, then that means he likes what he's hearing. So. Do you know who it was? Um, his name's Peter. Yes. So you sing in front of Peter. Peter says, come to Nashville. Yeah. Do they buy your plane ticket? Or did you just get like a kind of cut pass? Did they buy my plane ticket? I can't even... I can't remember that. I don't know if I bet because I don't I don't deal with any I didn't deal with any that at, you're, the time. You're, at that time you were sixteen seventeen. Oh, 17, yeah. Yeah. So you fly down. Yeah. Do you cut the line at all since they've already seen you? I was like the first one there. Um, I remember I got to it was at the um, I'm forgetting the name of the country, Bridgestone the country music call the the, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the it was there. Okay. It was there, and I was downstairs in the lobby at six forty five, and I remember. Um, I was like the first one there. And then they all took us upstairs and then one by one did the audition. And how'd it go for you? Did you feel like you knocked it out? Um, you know, you know, I mean, it didn't go the way that I thought it was going to. No. Um, Why, what, what did you expect? First of all, you expected to walk in and what? Um, well, I walked in and sang a country song because that is mainly what I love to do um, as my main genre. And they were com- kind of confused by it um, because I did originally start in a gospel choir. R&B was originally my roots. Um, and so they weren't very fond of the country at first. And then, so I actually got through with a gospel song, a gospel What did you sing? His Eyes on the Sparrow. And then they said, okay, but you're a country artist. Well, I actually sang um, Carrie Underwood, uh, Good Girls and Church Bells. You I sang three planned. songs? Yeah, I had to sing to those two songs, and they were like, do you have anything that's not Carrie? And I was like, um, I have Gretchen Wilson, Redneck Woman, who's was like, don't sing that. And I was like, okay. And then we were only supposed to have three songs prepared. So whatever they asked me to do, it was on the, like, on the spot, on the fly from there. And then they asked me to do a church song, and I was like, okay, that's the first one I'm going to do. Because that was the, my main song when I was in the church singing when I was nine. So then you go back home. Yeah. And they say, uh, you get the golden ticket or whatever, that go to Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? So that's going to be 
what, a few weeks, a month before? That was like a couple months. It, it was in October, and then Hollywood Week was in January. So you had to so, wait that long, just excited mm-hmm. the whole time? Yeah. Like every day, they're going, I can't wait, I can't Prepping. wait, I can't wait. Yeah, I was coming up with like a blueprint in my head. If I'm to pass this, what am I going to do next, the next, the next, instead of coming up with it while I'm there? I went, I, so I did Hollywood Week this year. I started at the beginning of the season. That's and right, yeah. I, um, that Hollywood Week, kind of a grind. Oh, yeah. That's the, the toughest o- week. The overnight, the yep. having to get in the groups. Yep. Even I was feeling bad for the kids. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, you're watching on TV, it looks fun. And it was still was, right. it still was fun, but these kids were getting in groups and exactly. fighting with each other. <laughs> yeah. And they were all sleep deprived. No, it's a difficult week. I remember going through that week and I was like, well, shoot, like, this is hard. I mean, but... But it was fun, too, because I'm a person that likes to challenge myself on literally everything. So if something's a challenge to me, I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Um, and so that week is to – it separates the weak from the strong, honestly, who cracks and who doesn't and who's ready to go on with the competition because the competition is not easy. It's not easy at all. So um, whoever can outlast the longest. So you do the group. Then you it's solo and group. And mm-hmm. you, you move on to the top 24. And then that's where I came in, and I guess I met you for the first time. Yeah, I remember what. Uh, I don't. I'm trying to think if I can remember what you were wearing. I remember what I wore. I don't remember what I was wearing. They just give me. Clo- I mean, I have someone that picks out my clothes and then I just put them on. There you go. Okay. Now those producers pepper you with so many questions all the time. Though. Yeah. Like they just, and they brought me in to not be a producer, right? To be a human, right? That you you guys could actually talk to, and right? I could, and I could be like, well, I'm a human too. Let me. I understand this, and right? But man, I would watch those producers in all, and they're all black. And yeah. They get behind the camera and they just like throw a thousand questions to you guys all the time. Yeah, they do. They they always. I mean, just to get every single possible answer, I guess, out of us that yeah. they can, because sometimes it's hard to get answers out when you're excited about something. What was your storyline? My storyline on American Idol. Yeah, like what were they they highlighting about you? Because everybody kind of has a story, right? Yeah. Your dad was was yes. there a lot because mm-hmm. you were un, you're underage, yeah, yeah. minor as they call them. Yeah. And so your family was there. Yeah, that was my main story. Um, I'm just extremely close with my dad, one of eight. Um, I was always a daddy's girl growing up. And so he, you know, even before American Idol, when I, start, when I started singing at nine in the choir and then 11, I did my first show all the way up to 17. And, and at 17 years old before Idol, I did 136 shows that year alone. So Doing I what? Mean, Singing doing shows in the gospel choir or just playing yourself no myself yeah so like i was with the gospel choir from 9 to 11 and then 11 i left the gospel choir and started doing shows doing the anthem for the pirate Steelers, just different stuff all the way up so it was like a grind for six years so you sang the anthem for the pirates it's pretty cool yeah the pirates Steelers. i guess the Steelers would be a bigger thing cause it's more concentrated in one game yeah nerve-wracking to sing the anthem and it was a heinz field um yeah, it was Heinzfeld. No, because it was a bigger crowd. Because it's like bigger, you can't see like eyes on you. I just I got more of a adrenaline rush from that, and rather than nerves. You ever mess up? Um, in general. No, singing the anthem. No, thankfully not yet. <laughs> Hopefully not at all. But um, I actually have to sing the anthem coming up soon in March, sometime for a basketball game. So. How old were you the first time you sang it on a big stage? Um. The first time I sang ever on a big no, stage? No, the national anthem. 12. Yeah. And 12 was, for the Pirates. Really? Mm-hmm. Were you freaked out at all? You know what? It, you know what freaked me out a little bit? It wasn't the people. It was the delay of the oh, mic yeah. in the stadium. Because you, you'll do this? Yep. And then this comes over the top of you, like a second later. A whole second. Yeah. And me being 12 years old, I just started, never experienced that before. I was like, what the heck? Um, but I still like... 
manage to get through it. Um, but that was difficult because some stadiums give you ears that you can turn up a pack and you don't hear that. They didn't. So I was like, well, I got to deal with this. All right, let me do a commercial real quick. The world is full of sounds that warn you of danger. Like if you get a little too close to a rattlesnake, you're the chick, chick, chick. But in the digital world, if your personal information is in danger, there is no chick, 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 to let you know that you might be in trouble. The good thing is that LifeLock has added the power of Norton Security to see more cyber threats. Whether it's potential threats to your identity like your personal information for sale on the dark web or threats to your devices like malware or emerging viruses, if you have a problem, their agents will work to fix it. Of course, no one can stop every cyber threat or prevent all identity theft or monitor transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock with Norton can detect a wide range of threats that could sneak up on you. Join now and get 10% off your first year. Just go to lifelock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK and enter the promo code BONES. 1-800-LIFELOCK, enter the promo code BONES for 10% off at lifelock.com. I love LifeLock. I have used LifeLock. They've helped me so many times. LifeLock.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events. There is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. Your support means that families never get a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food so the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. 
So that's why we do this, to take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight and just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. All right. What are you drinking over there? What is that? Starbucks. Well, yeah, I know it's a Strawberry acai refresher. <laughs> is that your drink? Mm-hmm. I don't drink coffee. I don't like coffee. I'm not a coffee. When I was doing Dance with the Stars, I drank coffee a little bit because it was yeah. just all they had. Right. And I was exhausted all the time, but uh-huh. it was never good. Yeah. Just bitter. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. But that, I start drinking too much sugar with that. But you're 18. Who cares, right? Ugh. My metabolism is very fast still. <laughs> I was in Chicago, I think, and you were uh, opening up for Chris Lane when yeah. I was turning for Dance with the Stars. Were you yeah. playing at Joe's? Uh, yeah, you I had, did. How's that going? Um, that really fun? good. Chris Lane's tour was absolutely amazing. He's amazing, though. I mean, like he, I can't, I can't say thank you to him enough because he brought me onto the tour with him and was so unbelievably nice and still is. Like to this day, we're friends now, and it's it's just really cool to see somebody help you up and pick you up without looking for something in return because it's very hard to find in this, especially in this music industry, to find somebody that wants to help you without asking for something in return. And he is one of those people, and I know that, um, you know, I'll be friends with him for a long time. So he's great, and it went good. He told you to move to Nashville. It's the only way to make it. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. All right, so you go and. Idol, they're all whittling down. One yep. goes down, one goes home, one goes home, one goes yep. home. It's about the top five or so. Did you feel like you were the favorite? The favorite? Because I felt like you were the favorite. I felt like, the, not well, the favorite sweet. of the people, but I felt like you had the best shot to win. And about the top Thanks. five, I was like, I think Abby's got the best shot to win the show. Thank you. Did you feel that way? Um, I was confident. I wanted to win. That's for sure. I, I, I knew since I got to that spot, I was like, all right, I'm going to hit it even harder, like, each time, especially as the numbers were dwindling down. So um, I I was just really grateful, very thankful. And every time the cuts came, I was just I, – I had to be accepting if I were to get eliminated because I was just very thankful to have made it that far already. You get to the final. Yeah. Final show. There's three of you left. Yeah. Going into that show, did you feel like, all right, I can, I can do this. I'm going to win this thing. Were you feeling confident? Um, yes. With the performances, yes. But I can tell you right now, whenever me, Maddie, and Caleb were standing there and Ryan Seacrest said, um, dim the lights, the second they said, or he said, Caleb's name, I knew for a fact I was not getting through. Because them saying Caleb, I knew. Something told me that Maddie was getting through. And when they said Caleb... I freaking knew it. I was like, no way I'm getting through. No way I'm getting through. That's why, I mean, it was so, I was, I accepted the fact before they even said her name because I just knew something in your gut tells you. So, but I was okay with everything. What happens after Idol is over? The next day, Idol's over. What do you do? The next day, Idol's over. Um, we had to do a bunch of press and interviews on the, just the whole competition in general and how we took everything. Does it suck to lose and have to go be interviewed? Um, or were you more so happy that, of the experience? Like, really, no. the next day? Yeah, I was happy. Of course, you're sad that you lost because when you set yourself up for something for so long, I mean, this was months upon months um, that you worked and you were so busy every single second, so focused on something. So, of course, it sucks that you lose because everybody, you know, wants that winning spot. Um, but I, again, I accepted the fact that it's okay and that was all part of the plan for me. So, 
Um, and I'm really glad that Caleb and Maddie, you know, got first and second place. They absolutely deserve it. They're amazing, amazing singers, amazing people. So, you know, and especially as the numbers dwindle down, as you said, um, you get really close to people. And it's not even almost a competition anymore. It's you're happy to see if somebody succeeds. Whatever. I wouldn't be. I be was. Like, Listen, there were four of us left on Dancing with the Stars. And I was like, I better win this freaking thing. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to, but I didn't give a crap. Were you close with any of the other? <laughs> yeah, I liked everybody. But when it's time to compete, when it's time to compete, it's, well, I liked Milo and I um, were as close as we could be because Milo's your age. Okay. Um, but he was really good. Yeah. Um, Ivana from Harry Potter, we, her and I got closer toward the end, but Alexis Ren and I weren't that close. Okay. Um, so, but really, who cares? Who, I was competing. Who gives a crap about the other people? Like, well, all week long, we were cool. <laughs> and Milo and I were super cool. But, and, but then when it's game time, one, I don't want to lose. And if I lose, I'm going to want to eat my kidney. I'll be so. <laughs> So, but, um, yeah, good for you. You're more mature than I am, apparently. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm being honest. I, I hate losing. Oof, I have a problem with losing. Um, inferiority complex, don't worry. One day, one day you'll have to go to therapist and it'll all come out. <laughs> therapist. Yeah, yeah, it'll all come out. You're still young. Okay. Wait for it to all manifest. Okay. Just come back to the tape. <laughs> okay. So, you go home. When do you go home? How many days after Idol's over? Um, Idol ended the 21st of May. Uh, that was when the finale was. 22nd, we did all the press. The next day after that, we went back. So what's it like when you go home? It's weird. I mean, it's so weird because you're so used, again, being in this, like, this different world. Literally, Idol's a different world. It's completely, it's, it's a flip. Mm-hmm. It's a flip of what your life has been. Um, you're constantly working, constantly emotional, like, it's insane. So going home and, like, you already know the answers to everything when with Idol, like, that you were curious about the entire time, it's, like, so weird. But then we had to prep for the Idol tour. Oh, then you had to go to tour. Yeah, yeah. So it, it wasn't all the way over. No. Because <laughs> the show was over, but then you had more work to do for Idol. Yeah. They pay you guys good? Uh, yeah. Decent. Okay. Decent? Yeah. En- enough to you? It was, that was cool. I guess, yeah. Like, when I did Dancing with the Stars tour, they paid me like mm, 1000 bucks a night, I think is what it was. Really? You guys weren't that much? 1000 bucks? Oh, heck to the No, bell. hold on, hold on. It was $10,000 a week. And I, if, well, shoot. If, if you did a full week. Oh, my gosh. I think no, that's a lot. It was something like that. Well, yeah, but I only I only did one week. I mean, I don't know if that's a lot. I did like, to you, but... I did like four days. But I just wondered, was the idle tour like that? No. Oh, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> no. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if. No, no, it wasn't. Um, you, yeah, no, I'm not an expert on the whole money thing, but I know that it wasn't like ten thousand dollars a week. I didn't. I'm just being like honest you, about. Lucky. Some people I, I don't, don't think get I, that. Right I don't think I made as much as the dancer, the, the pro dancers. Yeah, I think because we were working in short, short. But I'd periods. still take that. Well, yeah, and that's and I did. That's what I did. I didn't have to do the tour. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, yeah, absolutely. Right. Hook it up. Right. Okay, so you go. Did you save your money? Did I save it from the tour? Um. Or did you put it all in that jacket? No, you know what I had to do. You have to pay. It's this is a whole thing with the music industry. <laughs> go ahead. Um, you have to pay towards all of your music stuff because this is very expensive so on a tour you have to put money down on a tour for and that's what i did so yeah i did save it from the idol tour and then i ended up putting it on the next tour that i went on right after the american idol tour was over now did you make money back on that tour um i think so yeah off you of merchandise yeah you need, to, you need to start you need to start figuring this stuff out you got a, bu- so. you have a business manager yet yes i do all right you have a good one yeah 
Cause that He's for a me, good one. That for me was tough. I didn't understand the business manager stuff. Now I do because I like to understand everything. Yeah. I'm not good at math. You have a manager? Do I have a manager? Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's sitting right there. All right. Just making sure. <laughs> He's sitting across the room. Do you know the percentage that he gets? Um, no. I feel, I feel like I do know it, but Go I ahead. don't know. Spit it out. What do you think it is? I don't know. Is it like 5, 10, 15? What is it? If it's five, we need to talk because I, <laughs> I need to redo my deal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. You're quizzing me on all this math, and I failed geometry in math. school. This isn't. <laughs> this isn't. I have people that handle that. I can't. Don't. First of all, never be that person. But it's my dad, so I can trust but, my dad with yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, ooh, sometimes. No. Yes. There have been a lot of stories about dads. Okay. Here, well, here, not my here's dad. My, here's my advice to you. Ready? I'm going to okay. continue my mentorship because I'm in. Listen, I'm in the business too. Right. And you're full. You're like full time on this season, right? Yeah. Not but just I'm, top twenty four. I'm ooh. talking about music and every. Okay. You just you don't have to know everything that's coming in and out when you're so busy, right? You have people to do that, but you need to know what percentages you're paying people. Okay. I'll pay attention to it more. Just even in your phone. Like you need to know. Okay, fifteen percent goes to my manager. Was it fifteen? I don't know what yours is. Ten percent Is that what yours is? Yeah. Ten <laughs> okay. percent goes to the agent. I don't know what yours is, but that's mine. Okay. You know, five percent goes to your business manager. Okay. Sucks. Oh, I think that's I know that one. Yeah, it sucks because all your money's gone. You start mm-hmm. making you make a dollar and you owe forty cents to people. But the good yeah. news is, is that they're worth more than that forty cents. So it's actually a really good investment. But you just need to know that stuff. Okay. You have to know every, my every, Just so when someone asks you, "What do you pay your manager?" That you don't look like a doofus. Because I used to be the doofus. They're like, "What do you pay your manager?" I don't know. One percent. They're like, "Dang." <laughs> All right. That's note number two. All right. Two things we've learned so far. One, you have to move to Nashville to make it. <laughs> two, you need to know your percentages. Okay. My this is the only ever one I've done where I'm like tutoring the person <laughs> during it. Okay. Back to you. Okay. So you decide. What do you decide? You're home and you're like, I think I want to make a run in music, like in country music, or do you go, do I want to try go to college? Like what? What's oh the, what? no 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 of course college. not. What a terrible <laughs> idea. Ugh. No, I knew that. I knew I wasn't going to college before I did American Idol because me and my dad had talked about that. I told him I said this is Plan A and Plan B. What like, was Plan A and Plan B? Uh, to make it in music. Okay. And just this was it. This is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Um. And so even after American Idol, I knew already what, who I wanted to be like as an artist. That was something that even, but going through American Idol definitely reassured me of that, which is country. Um, I always tell people I wanted to be the Whitney Houston of country music. So, and that's what I do want to be. So we'll see if it happens. How many labels have you sang in front of? Labels? Um, Probably, I'd say like. Five or six. Have you had some bad bad ones where you go, ooh, that one didn't go so well? Not that I recall, thankfully. Have you had some better than others where you're like, oh, for sure they want me to sign with them? Yeah, it depends. I mean, it also depends on like the person's mood of the day. Like they could be having a bad day and it, you know, they, they're not in a good mood. So it just depends on the day. Are you recording music right now? Yes. Really? Yes. I've been working so hard on music since last year, since right after I got off the Chris Lane tour. Well, actually... In between the American Idol tour, um, I talked to Carrie Underwood on the phone. I called her because she, after American Idol. Um, I think name she, drop. I'm just saying. <laughs> you're so cool. Go no. ahead. Go ahead. Um, oh, please. Your contacts in your phone Go ahead. We're amazing. not talking about me. Go ahead. <laughs> after American Idol, she reached out to me and said, you know, like, if you need any help with anything or I'm here for you, she gave me her number. I called her. 
Um, we talked a few times and I just asked her, I was like, what did you do after American Idol to keep your momentum going? She was like, I would just constantly work. Um, like while I was on the American Idol tour, I would constantly work. And I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so during the American Idol tour, we would have like four shows, five shows in a row, show, 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 show. We have one day off. I would fly here, record and write, fly back the next day and do the show. So I mean... Like, any day that I have off, I'm doing something, always music. That's good. I like that about you. Thank you. That's something you really can't teach, a work ethic. And if you were doing that, that's good. Yeah, thank you. Because you could have taken the day off and just chilled. Mm-hmm. Probably tired. Yeah, but there's, I think of it as, like, how many people want the same thing? You Everyone. Know, how many, and what separates you from other people, though? Exa- Listen, this is what you're coming into in Nashville. Everybody's really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Everybody's really good. What separates you is the amount of work you put into it. Exactly. It's like the NFL. The... The, the line between super athletic and super, super athletic is so thin, it's the people who put in the work. Yes. But that's good. I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah. I, I commend you. Thank you. Get, you. You get a ribbon after this is over for, All right. for, for doing that. I get a cookie. I'm, this song here, uh, I Hope. Yeah. You wrote with John Knight? Mm-hmm. That's pre- How'd you get that right? Um, through a great management. <laughs> okay, because I was like, dang, look at that. You already writing with like... Good, cool, big songwriters. Yeah, they're really, they're really cool. You're, I've gotten to write with a few cool ones. You uh, wrote the song with uh, Zachary Kell and John Knight. I'm gonna play a little bit yeah. of "I Hope." Here we go. Produced by Ross Coverman. Yeah. Woo woo. Come on. I can't even get these people in the room with me. You already got <laughs> so, but you got you come to town and work with the biggest and the best already. I'm very blessed. Yeah. So, what do you? What's it like getting in a room with those guys? What do you do in a writing room? You walk in, you're like, "Hey, I'm yeah. Gabby Barrett." Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just make sure like everybody's comfortable. I feel like that's such an important thing because when you're uncomfortable and like, I don't know, things just don't click very well and you don't connect and you don't come up necessarily with a good song or the best song that you come up with so anytime i get into a room i just want to keep writing songs that could blow up um and so we got in that room with john knight and zach kale love them both um we got in that room that day it was on halloween um of last year and uh we got in the room and we were trying to figure out what we were going to write about and i was like let's write a relationship song they're like okay let's write a song about a guy and a girl you know they don't work out but the girl still kind of wishes him well and i was like that is not how girls think towards <laughs> like when a guy does this wrong we don't go i hope you know i wish you well we're like i hope everything bad happens to you i hope you get cheated on literally the worst thing i know it sounds rough but that's how girls are when you do us wrong that's why you don't do us wrong so i wanted to write a song that was like that was the song that females never got to say to that person so that when they hear it, they can dedicate it to that, that type of person. Um, words that, you know, they never got to say, but they really did feel. Hmm. It's pretty cool that you switched it up like that. Thanks. Yeah, look at you all bitter. You ever, did, did, that, all that, bitter? That, that happened to you? Uh, yeah, I've been in a bad relationship before. Yeah. So I understand and can relate to girls that have too. Who else have you written with that's cool? Um, I've written You have with, to list them all. Give me a couple though. Um, David Garcia, Josh Miller, um, uh, Zach Hale, John Knight, Ross Copperman, um, Josh Keir. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, That's like the, you, heavy hitters, man. Damn, your people must think you're pretty good if they're getting them right with you. 
That's a good thing. That is, that is a good thing. So, okay, Thank so you're you. here today. Yes. Then what happens? Do you play tomorrow? Do you go back home for like eight months and then come back for another day or what? Go home for eight months? Yeah. Come on now, no. Um, no, tomorrow I... Um, I'm trying to think of my schedule. Um, tomorrow I have a writing session actually with Zach Hale and two others from 11 to 3. And then I have to record demos on another song that I did. So you get a lot of work done while you're here. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's stacked schedule. Is your dad here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, even though you're 18. He's here. Yeah, because you can't, like, he doesn't want to leave me by myself. You can have a, one, a girl, an 18-year-old girl wandering around. You can. Yeah, but if you had a daughter that was 18, would you want her by herself down here? Oh, I mean, I'd like a girlfriend, much less a daughter. Mike, we're, like, we're way, <laughs> way All right. I'm saying if. I'm saying if. I think if she was like, I'm going to go pursue something. College, same thing. If you went to college, he's not with you. I remember having this conversation with you, though, Ugh. while we were on Idol. Yeah. I was like, eventually, you got to cut the cord. Remember that conversation? Yeah, I do. Okay. You don't have to do anything. I know, but he's just, he's very loyal to me. Yeah. And so I believe that I'm supposed to be loyal back towards him. I like him. He's a good dude. He is. He's great. I, I like hanging out with him. Yeah. What's he think about all this? Um, He's loving watching it. I mean, he's been a part of it with me since I was just started. He's the reason why I even am where I am, honestly, because he's just been my rock and my support system through it all. He's the one that's given money to get me to shows. He's the one that's given his time. He's the one that's done everything. So I wouldn't be here without him. And he is really my main support system. So he's just enjoying everything. I just give you a hard time because I like you. You know that, right? That's sweet. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby. That's what happens. Love, hate, relationship. There's no, there's no hate. There's no, no hate. I'm just Are kidding. you still dating the long hair dude? Yeah. Uh, Cade. Mm-hmm. Where's he live? Texas still? Mm-hmm. Do you guys see each other ever? Yeah. I just saw him not that long ago. He ever come to town? Um, yeah. We actually come um, quite often together, and we do our own stuff. Did your dad go on your dates with you? No. No. Good for that. <laughs> How's that going? You guys good? It's really good. Coming up on a year. So. Dang, it's been a year. You guys year meet on the show? Yeah. Yep. And Ryan Seacrest out at us in front of everybody. So. We, like, we were the first American Idol couple, actually. Some people think, like, oh, Maddie and Kayla were the first, but... Me and Kate were the first. Okay, so how does that happen? You go on the show, do you keep it quiet from the producers at first that you guys are kind of like each other? Yes, and then the producers literally just ask you every possible question they can and scan what's been going on. And then they told, I guess they told Ryan Seacrest and he outed it because I had no idea when he performed and they like, he did the whole reveal of everything. I was backstage like, oh no. Oh, you didn't know it was coming. No, because we separated relationship from business. We were like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna put this on the television because we came here to win the competition. We didn't come to have the Bachelorette on. Oh, um, American Idol. So because we knew, you know, we knew of Maddie and Caleb too. So we'd always like go out together. So it was just funny how everything unwinded though. And you try to keep a secret. Did I try? They, everybody tries, right? Try to keep. Oh, her. of course. You keep it on the DL. It's, it's crazy the, the minors, they call them on American Idol. Yeah. You guys had your own schedule. You yeah. Had, you had to go first because you, yeah. you couldn't do the long hours. Right. That'd be pretty cool to be like 17 and a half and do Idol and not 18. Right. Because you get all the preferential treatment. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. You know, now that I, yeah, you pointing that out. I mean, in the beginning, because I turned 18 while on the show. So in the beginning, yeah. The, during all like the hard parts where people had to like stay super duper long. I got to go back, um, but then like on the right timing, I turned eighteen, so it like it all worked. It was really cool. Did you get nervous on live shows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I when I first started, I like I was very fortunate not to get nerves around anybody that I sang. But American Idol absolutely was definitely a challenge because it's like 
you have so many people telling you, like, look at the camera, look at this, pay attention to this, do this, do this, do this. And there's a camera with a red dot. And when you see the red dot come up, there's 60 million people watching you. Don't mess up. There's three celebrities that you didn't even think were human beings also watching you and critiquing what you're doing. Don't mess up. It's like, yeah, so it's kind of hard. And then once you get yourself into that mode, it is so hard to get out of. It's like an avalanche, like it's a snowball. Don't get nervous, don't get nervous. You get more nervous. So it was a challenge. I had to keep going back and forth with myself do you watch your social media the whole time did i watch my social media yeah, yeah. it was crazy to see everything to like, watch it grow yeah it was awesome <laughs> and yeah. it's really nice that they stuck with me yeah even after american idol it's really really nice like with i hope seeing that you know just from a straight fan base it shot to 14 on itunes was crazy to me and that mean that just showed me like wow these people are really sticking with me even after american idol which means a lot so they're probably all listening now Hey. What do you want to say to them? I love you guys so much. You have no idea. Thank you so much to everybody that supported me because you have no idea what it means to me and I wouldn't be here without you. It's really all about you guys. Um, anytime I perform, it's about everybody else, not yourself. So um, just thank you so much and we're going to do it together. Keep climbing. Madison what are, what Square Garden in two years. That's the goal. That's what you used to say. That's what you would say. To, you, yep. moved, you moved the timeline back a, a little bit. We chopped it a year because it was three, but okay. now it's 2019, so it's two. Yeah, you would say, I'm going to play Madison Square Garden. Two I'm going to headline in three years. Yeah. So you have two years. Now I have two years. That's the goal. Yep. What is the goal? What do you want to do? Like, if we're back here at my house in a year, and okay. we're in front of the, we're in the microphones, where do you want to be? Where do I want to be? Um, I want to, I think it would be so cool to be, Do you hate the headphones? Win. Are you, do you just my earring. I have an earring. <laughs> you have an earring or an earache? I have an earring. Earring and, and it's like pressing against the earring, but it's okay. It's okay. Beauty's pain. Um, and okay, next year I would like to be nominated for um, a CMA award. Yeah, I think that would be really really cool. That would be really cool. I'd like to be nominated for a CMA award. <laughs> I think that would be really cool. That's a goal of mine for sure. With that's why I'm trying to make the best of best songs. You know what? You know what I like about you? You have no short. There's no short of confidence with you. Yeah, <laughs> which you have to have. You have to you have to have so much confidence to be here all the time. You have to be so sure of yourself. Yeah, and then your goals are super high, which is great. Thank you. And people may look at you and go, "Gabby, you're crazy." But the crazy ones are the ones that are just crazy enough to make it. Yeah, because I'm nuts. <laughs> yeah, and I've always been told, "Oh, you're nuts. Your goals, you, you need to they're chill too big." Out. Yeah, no, yeah. no. If you don't have goals for yourself, yep. nobody else will. Go big or go home. No, don't go home. <laughs> But, just, but go you big. You gotta go big. Yeah, go big. And or then, go home. I look, mean, if you're not going big, what's the, what are you doing? Well, you learn when it doesn't go right, and you keep going big. Don't go home. Okay. Don't pack up your crap and go home. I mean, okay. Unless you're living in Nashville, and then go back uh, home. Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, it's been good to see you. You too. We did. How long has this been? Half an hour. Yep. Did a half half an hour interview. Okay. How you feel about it? Good. Had seen very you good. A, I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't seen you since the finale. You know, I just said that to my manager coming in. I was like. I was at your door, and I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you since American Idol. This is so weird. So yeah. I'm growing so much. Am I a lot taller? Yeah. yeah. You look a lot different. I'm kidding. I was under my house, bro, before you got here trying to catch a cat. There's <laughs> yeah. a cat that was under my house, and I was crawling really? in the crawl space, and I got, I got it out. You did? Yeah. I, I, you scared it? Yeah, I scared it out right <laughs> out the other side of the, the outside. There you go. I know you think, oh, fancy Bobby. No, you know who gets his own cat in front of the house? Me. There you go. There's no butler that does that. I, I do that. <laughs> Where they at? 
Yeah, there's no butler. No. No, Mike D's the closest thing. Yeah. Not yet. No. Uh, listen, it's good to see you. At Gabby Barrett underscore, you. right? G-A-B-B-Y. Yep. B-A-R-R-E-T-T. Yes, sir. Underscore. Underscore. Why the underscore? Does someone already have Gabby Barrett? Yes. And you can't buy it from them? Right. Did you try? No. Oh, I tried. They won't sell me Bobby Bones. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why don't you try to buy Gabby Barrett? I'm going to look into it. I have never tried that yet, so we'll see. All that money you got from the Idol Tour? Yeah. Yeah, but does an underscore really make like a huge difference? Well, yeah, it's just easier to go at Gabby Barrett. <laughs> than the underscore that's right after it. All right, I've had enough of you. All right. I love you, Bobby. I'm she just joking. Finished. I'm joking. In a year, come back, we'll talk about your CNA okay. or ACM nomination. All right. right? Sounds like a plan. Uh, let's see. You, by the way, you, have, you know I forgot to bring up? You have seven brothers and sisters, right? Yes, I do. Because you, you brought like half of them to my show. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, look yeah, at, yeah, like look at all these kids, look Absolutely. at all these folks. Yeah, because yeah. I was, I'm a big fan of you, so I was like, you guys have to come. We all are big fans of you. We all would listen to you, so okay. it was really cool, and well, it's really cool even being back here. So thank you very much. Yeah. All right, Gabby Barrett. There we go. We'll see you soon. All right. I check out. I hope, and you're gonna put other other music out. I'm assuming. Yes. It's this is new not your music last. coming very soon. This is not your last song ever. No. You're saying that within now. the next few weeks you'll hear a new song. All right, there we go, Gabby Barrett. Everybody, episode 160. Thank you. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas dot com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.